0: I'm Rabbi Nicole Guzik. And I'm Rabbi Erez Sherman. And, and this is Sinai, Sinai Temple, Temple Torah, Torah Talk. Talk, a channel for your daily dose of drash, abyssal Torah, from our home to yours. Catch up with the latest rabbi sermons, Torah classes, rabbinic insights, and more. Follow us now so you don't miss a word. Infusing Torah in our daily lives. We know the story of Ruth, but for those of you who need a refresher, here it is in just one minute. Ruth and Naomi and Orpah are married to a father and two sons, Elimelech and Machlon and Kilion. They all die. Naomi who comes from Israel says she's going to go back to Israel. Orpah and Ruth who come from Midian, she says you stay here, I don't have any more sons, find yourself husbands. Both of them want to come with her, eventually she convinces Orpah to stay, but Ruth gives that famous speech about where you go, I will go. They go together to Israel with no prospects, no money. And Naomi sort of stage manages it so that Ruth ends up in the threshing fields of Boaz, who is related to Naomi. He notices Ruth. He says that he will marry her and by marrying her takes on the giving of the property to the line of Elimelech. In other words, It's not an economically advantageous arrangement for him because his own property gets divided. But there's someone else who comes in line first in terms of proximity to Ruth, to Naomi. That person who is called Ploni Almoni, which is a way of saying anonymous person in Hebrew, decides he doesn't want to divide his own estate, which is a reasonable thing reasonable, just like Orpah is reasonable to go back to Midian because she doesn't want to lose her economic prospects. And so Boaz marries Ruth, has a child, and it says a child is born to Naomi because remember, this child is the inheritor of that line. As it turns out, by the way, just as an aside, although this isn't what I'm going to focus on, that child becomes the precursor to King David, which is another way of saying the precursor to the Messiah. So it's an important story for lots of reasons. And usually people say that we read it on Shavuot because it involves gleaning and harvest because it involves conversion. Ruth converts to Judaism and she accepts the Torah as the Torah is accepted on Shavuot by the people Israel, because it demonstrates chesed, loving kindness, which is a characteristic, we hope, of the people Israel and certainly one that we aspire to. There are lots of reasons why it fits on Shavuot, but I had, I won't call it a revelation, I'll call it a realization. That there is another reason why, particularly this morning, the story of Ruth is so apt. Hemingway, the great American writer, said every true story ends in death. Ruth begins in death. It begins in the death of Elimelech and Mahlon and Kilion. And then the rest of the story is actually about how Elimelech's memory will be perpetuated. That's what it's about. Why does Ruth have to find someone else to marry? So she dies childless. Okay, it could happen. But Naomi doesn't want her to die childless because Naomi wants the line of Elimelech, her husband, and her own line to continue. That's what she wants, and if you don't believe me, although I hope you do, I have the book of Ruth right here, and it says in chapter 2, Naomi, Naomi says to Ruth, her daughter-in-law, Baruch Hu l'ashem. blessed be God. Why blessed be God? Asherlo lo azav chasto, who did not cease his kindness, et hachayim Ethametim to the living and to the dead. This is a book about loving kindness, but not only to the living. It's a book about loving kindness to the dead. And how are we lovingly kind to the dead? by perpetuating their legacy. That's what it means. In other words, literally right now, Yisker. this is the lesson of the Book of Ruth. In one way or another, you incorporate, sometimes it's through children, but there are lots of ways of incorporating the legacy of someone who has died. In one way or another, you incorporate the legacy of the person who has died, and that is demonstrating not only your kindness, but God's kindness to the living and the dead, because their legacy enriches the living, as it does in Ruth, but it also sustains in life those who have died. When you quote somebody in the Talmud, A rabbi who has died, the expression in the Talmud is that their lips murmur in the grave. In other words, they continue to speak from the beyond. They are not forgotten. Their legacy continues. God does chesed to the living and to the dead. And as is so often the case with God's chesed, we are the instruments. So I realized, and I'm sure other people have realized this though, I haven't heard it specifically this way that the book of Ruth is the book of Eusker. That's what the entire book is about. And don't forget that in the end, it leads to redemption. Because in the end, this line goes to the Messiah. So memory brings redemption and yiskur his memory page 330 adonai ma adam